Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, Practical Buddhism for the Modern World. Each week, I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of season 2 of the Toward Light podcast. In recent episodes, I've talked about identities and anatta, identities being any category that we label ourselves in or others label us in, whether it's personal or cultural or in relation to others. And then anatta, which is this concept of not-self, it's one of the three marks of existence. What it means is that because all conditioned phenomenon are forever changing, and we are conditioned phenomenon, that we are forever changing, we're not fixed. And I've also mentioned this idea of relative versus ultimate reality. So in the ultimate reality, we embrace this truth of anatta, But in the relative reality, we're living in our bodies, we're living in the world, and we need to know ourselves, actually, before we can let go of this idea of self. My teacher, Matthew Brensilver, says, the insight into selflessness is actually supported by, enabled by, an expression of radical love for self. When we're looking at ourself, it's important to know our strengths, our challenges, and what our authentic interests are. And the reason that I'm bringing this up, or the reason I think this is so important, is because I think sometimes we can get lost in this ultimate reality idea of, oh, I just have to forget myself, so like I'm just going to let go of everything. And that's a beautiful idea. And we live in the world and we're interacting with others. And it's super important to take responsibility for ourselves, for our hearts, our minds, our actions. Now, depending on your cultural lens, some of this might be more difficult to look at than others. In some cultures, looking at your personal strengths is very challenging because we're told that that means you're a narcissist or you're puffing yourself up or something like that. And for some of us, looking at our personal challenges might be difficult because we're taught that we're not supposed to show those or we're not supposed to have those or we're supposed to always have the answer in some way. So just know that as I'm talking about these, this might be difficult for you but it's a useful exploration. And if you notice there's resistance, get interested in that. What's that about? Is that you? Is that your culture? Is that the culture of your family? Is that the culture of your gender? Is that the culture of your race? Why are you having difficulty looking at these things? So much of what I love about the Dharma is that anything can be the focus of our attention. So even though I'm talking about self-responsibility, self-understanding, something else might come up for you related to that or related to your relationship with that. And that's rich and beautiful too. So when we're looking at our strengths, we're not puffing ourselves up. We're not comparing ourselves to others. But we're noticing, what are we authentically good at? When we know what gifts we have, it can be easier to share them or use them for the benefit of all beings. 
if we don't know what gifts we have, we might just be trying all sorts of different things that are not helping. Sometimes we can use categories to help identify them. So we can say, okay, like, what are my physical strengths? What are my mental strengths? What are my emotional strengths? We can just get interested. What am I good at? What comes naturally to me? Moving to a different country, we've been able to see that my husband is really great at picking up a language pretty quickly and he has a good accent and it's a strength for him. And he doesn't hold himself higher than anybody else, but he knows that's a strength. So he knows he can use that. He knows he can use that to connect, to get what he needs, to be more plugged into the community. What are your strengths? What are you good at? What comes easily to you? Maybe you've gotten positive feedback in the past on certain qualities that you have. Just reflecting, what are my strengths? What am I good at? And then we also need to look at our challenges, not putting ourselves down or comparing ourselves to others, but knowing our limits is important. I know that I am not good at spatial relations. So when I am on a tiny street with my big truck, I'm not going to try and park it. I'm going to ask for help. If I do it myself, if I don't know this weakness, I might hit another car or injure somebody or who knows what. So I know that this is a challenge for me. And it's not that I say this is how I am forever. Again, this is where anatta is useful because I can say, oh, I can work on this. I can do puzzles or I can do different things to strengthen this part of my brain. But I also know that it's not my strongest suit. When we know our challenges, then we're not overpromising to people. We're not saying we can do something that we can't. We know where our areas for growth are. We know where we can place attention. And we're realistic. I'm not good at kicking balls. If someone asks me to go play soccer, I'm going to say no thank you. But I can bring the snacks. I know what I'm good at. And I know what's a challenge for me. I also know when to push myself. And this is why like the self-knowledge, the self-responsibility is so important. Because sometimes someone will ask us to do something. And we might be scared about it. So we might want to say no. But actually, it's in our wheelhouse enough that we should say yes. Knowing both the strengths and the challenges is very important. Knowing where we need to put more attention for growth, knowing what comes naturally to us, all of this can help us be a better human in the world. And then this third piece that I think is very important and is sometimes overlooked is authentic interest. So even within strengths and challenges, there's a broad range of how and where we spend our time. So you might be naturally good at math, but doing spreadsheets or accounting is not your thing. But there's some other thing that you're interested in that uses your strengths in other ways. My master's is in social work, 
And one of the reasons that I did that, the social work masters and licensing is very broad. There are a lot of ways that I can be of service. And so there are people in my graduating class, there were some people who were super into doing more community organizing or people who were working for the VA or whatever. And so even though we're in the same field, there's such a broad range of how we can use our strengths and our challenges to be of the best service. We need to be honest with ourselves around our authentic interest. Sometimes just because we're good at something doesn't mean it's how we want to spend all our time or what we want to do for our livelihood. And there's definitely, if, if you live in a capitalist culture like so many of us do, there's definitely some cultural conditioning around how much you make and career stability and all of these things. And so when we really settle into our authentic interests, we might have to break with some of that conditioning. We might have to go in other directions. And that's scary. So this aspect of self-knowing of self-responsibility, it's not easy work. It definitely can have a charge to it. And so we do it in moments when it seems to make sense. Maybe in your mindfulness practice, a series of thoughts or something is coming up and, and you can get to know, oh, this is my pattern or, oh, this is something that my interest is always pulled toward or, oh, this is something I'm like really struggling with. And we just get to know what are our strengths? What are our challenges? Where is our authentic interest? And then bringing in last episode, as we're doing this work, maybe it's painful to look at our challenges. So then we do some karuna, some compassion practice for ourselves. Or maybe we're looking at our strengths and we're really shining in that way. And we can do some metta for ourselves. So again, this ultimate reality of anatta is very beautiful and an important reflection, an important practice, an important goal to strive toward. And we need to take responsibility for our hearts and minds, for our actions, for our strengths, for our challenges, and our interests, so that we can best serve ourselves and others. Thank you for listening. Please check out any links in the show notes. You can find me on my website, towardlight.net, or on Instagram at towardlight108.